what could you say to them to encourage them to find out about this wonderful process? I just got goosebumps from you asking me this question because I had this question with a client this morning. And the best way to put it out there is to share my own journey. I have been on the edge of perfectionism so many times in life, wanting the best, wanting the ideal, wanting, you know, uh, the highest rated, top uh, reviewed, whatever it is. And what can happen is you can get lost in the reviews before you take action. So as I say to people, my journey was I got bogged down early on trying to find the right partner. You have to start sometimes. Just like life, just like any relationship, sometimes it's not a match. And you can figure that out. But if you are not out there actively trying to match, you will not find your match. You have to start. And now here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, 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 it's a beautiful day. Yes, a beautiful day indeed to go out west. That's where we're heading today. But before we get into that journey, I'd like you to just take your phone if you have it in the upper right-hand corner. You could hit one of those three buttons and you could forward this show to a dear friend who may really value the content in this episode. So today, I'm really delighted to have this man as my guest on Podcasting Your Global Career, and he has dedicated a large part of his life to helping others achieve their goals. And the things he provides are executive coaching, leadership development, team building, change management, strategic planning, public speaking, diversity and inclusion, management consulting, career development coaching, and a whole bunch of other things. You better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today from the Music City all the way out to the San Francisco Bay Area to hang out with Ronnie H. Kinsey. So you are in California for 10 years now, coming up on your anniversary, and you wouldn't have it any other way. At this point in my life, it was the absolute best time and place to be for this segment of my journey. Awesome. Awesome. So, And and, and when you say California, I always like to clarify because it's such a large state. Yeah. I'm in Northern California, specifically uh, on the Mid-Peninsula area, south of San Francisco. Nice. Very, very nice. Um, I've had had a lot of trips to California. Um, My most memorable... Thus far has been to San Diego as far as just general weather and vibe and people and so forth. Um, I, I thought it was just spectacular. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm so happy you had a great time. Stop yeah. by the uh, San Francisco Bay Area. I'll show you what we offer. Awesome. Yeah, I've been to San Fran too. Love it there. Um, I, I think uh, if I wasn't such a mountainous and tree and lake guy, uh, I would probably be out there. <laughs> you know wait wait let me clarify yeah did i just hear you say that you are a mountain lake and tree guy yes yes indeed then yeah. you do not know what we offer because we have mountain lakes and trees right here on the peninsula oh well, I, that's I, why i, I always aware. like to clarify yeah that's, I wasn't what, that's why that. i like to clarify yeah no yeah. it's the best so the pacific ocean is over here 
right? The San Francisco Bay is over here and I'm on the peninsula and there's a ridge. And so what happens with that marine layer that comes over and hits that, that difference in pressure, we get this amazing fog that tickles the tops of the redwoods. It looks like a tidal wave that never hits and it right. just hangs out. And it, in the summer, we call it the air conditioner because nice. it completely cools this place down. Yeah. But yeah. If you come out in the summer, be sure to bring a jacket. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've I've heard that wise wise counsel before. Uh, the only thing I, that when you described it, it reminded me of Vancouver Island, the way with the redwoods, because I've been up there, uh, sea kayaking out, you know, right. out in the ocean. It was amazing. We, you know, you, that is a unique area. Yeah, with whales like coming right up to the kayak. It was incredible. Right. Yeah. So tell me well, about that was the surprise for me. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I wanted to ask you about. Um, your journey, and you said you you ended up working there. But where are you at right now um, in your travels? As far as you know, you you wrapped up your career. Is that correct? So you're you're wrapped not- up. I'll I'll be in my career until I'm I'm moved on to another form of elements. Oh, that's yeah. great! I love to hear that. Yeah. I'm always that is absolutely that- my mission. Yeah, because I learn so much every day. I have so much to give back. And I am intent on doing just that. That is, I'm so glad we talked because one of the things I do as a, uh, as a coach and a, uh, a more of a, an accountability partner to help people on their journeys. And one of the things I've been saying is we have to take the, uh, the word retirement out of the lexicon of our thinking, because, you know, people that get into their, you know, later years and, and, you know, they might be 60, 65, 70, whatever. And then you may live another 30 years. What are you going to do? <laughs> like Easily, easily. So it's I like, love that you bring that up. I mean, if you have license to go in that direction, I'm passionate about that very comment because I have front loaded my life. I did, I did the retirement years, years early. Yeah. And, and breaks in my career that were either planned or unplanned. I am world traveled. I've been through a few different careers, although offshoots of my original. And I did it because I wanted to enjoy my youth and vitality while I was trekking the Himalayas for six weeks, while I was uh, going throughout Australia for two months on public transportation, different things like that. I would no way, no how want to conquer that later in life. I don't even think you'd meet the same kind of people. And I think the energy would be totally different. Yeah. Um, you know, you you uh, are like singing the song that I've been dreaming about for a long time. And, uh, you know, you did it right. You did it the right. And, and so many people have this concept of, you know, I got to just save up all my years and my this and my that and my money. And, and then I'm going to do it all at the end, you know, and uh and I think you did it the right way. And and we're speaking. I did it my way. You did it your way, like Frank Sinatra. So I did it the I Ron McKenzie way. <laughs> yeah, I want to just pull everybody in and say, um, we are talking with uh, Ronnie Kinsey and, uh, on podcasting Your Global Career. And so, thank you so much for coming on the show today to hang out with us today, Ronnie. So, my pleasure. So, so you are one of these who are never retiring. I love to hear that. And so many No people, interest. Yeah. Yeah. Take a take a chapter from your book. Uh, yeah, no and, interest in retiring. Yeah, so you're passionate about like getting up every day and the world. Five a.m. I'm usually up before my alarm. Yeah, you know, I changed. Day. I changed careers um, about eight years ago, nine years ago, Ronnie, and I said to myself, 
no more alarm clock ever again, unless I'm flying or something like that. But uh, it's, but I'm like you, I'm an early bird. I love to get up when the morning is quiet and fresh and everything is new and start my day with, you know, for me, it's prayers and, and introspection and meditation. Love that. What can I do to bless somebody today? Uh, How can I affect the world in a good way? And it's just great. You'd never want to give that up. So, um, uh, so I'm glad you're a man after my own heart that you are thinking along the same lines. So take that us pleases through, me to hear that. Thank yeah, you, take us through your day a little bit. Like, give us this give day, us, uh, this very day. Up. You want to hear this day? Yeah, I would love day. to. Any day, anything Absolutely. you want to talk about. Yeah. So here's an amazing thing. So you you may think I'm not going to answer your question, but I am. But I'm going to actually fill you in how I got to where I am. And I would like to start by saying that the alarm clock is just an accountability partner in case my body were to change its mind somehow. (laughs) There's the accountability partner that's saying it's 5 a.m. It's 5 a.m. It's 5 a.m. However, often I'm already up. Yeah. yeah, 4.30 is very easy for my eyes to open and I've got things I want to process. I've got things I want to record. Uh, I make notes and uh, there are pieces of thoughts and dreams I may have had that I want to like explore further in concepts and share. I made notes during the night last night at about 2 a.m. Yeah, some thoughts came to me. So my accountability partner had me up at five and um I, I sort of have a rhythm going with, you know, how you and I met online. There are a couple of people I kind of have a rhythm with to connect with kind of on a daily basis. And it's kind of become like it's oddly turned into almost like a family affair. It's but most of these people I've never met personally, but it's yeah. turned into we've got a synergy thing going by now. And then I make notes and then I may share something that I want to pose. And then I start with warm water in the morning. I hydrate myself, right? I'm not looking for food initially, and I'm not looking for any kind of caffeinated beverage initially. I hydrate with water first. And uh, I used to be a pot of coffee a day kind of guy. I don't even own a coffee pot now. Wow. Uh, I will drink cacao, warm water and cacao, which is amazing. It's a superfood. And then I may branch over if I'm really feeling like I want motivation, I may go to black tea. And if I can't satiate my tea factor, I may go to green tea after that. I journal, I make notes, but I meditate first. I discovered, people used to say, you know, meditate, you should meditate, whatever. I've been going to uh, a health club, a gym, almost my entire adult life until COVID hit. And then we were forced to uh, disassociate socially. So I was forced to drop the gym membership, which taught me a new way of looking at opportunity. I live in the, in a very generous and beautiful, bountiful outdoor area here, rich with amazing tall trees. Uh, we have eucalyptus. We have uh, we have the redwoods. We have so many other huge trees here. Gorgeous rolling landscape, amazing greenery, and and, and the sea is not far. The Pacific Ocean, so we get that marine layer, and we've got the San Francisco Bay on the other side, which balances out with balmy breezes. So I have this amazing atmosphere outside. I like to take a walk early in the morning when no one else is out. Right? Often I take a little small flashlight if needed. I know the way around. Often I don't need it, but should I go into an area I want to explore, maybe a hill or something, I'll have that. And that just sets my mind frame for the day. You get to smell the 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 beautiful perfume that the blooms of spring are putting off. 
you get to hear nature doing its thing in the morning, a few birds, you might hear squirrels uh, wrestling over a nut, something like that. And just really notice the things as you go by. That sets me up. And I try to save the first few hours for me every day. And then I can go into my full-time commitment. Uh, I've already had two meetings already today, two official set meetings. That doesn't account for the emailing and setting other things up to follow coming later. And I've gotten better and better about writing um, small snippet communications that I want to share with people. On the back side of that, I have a book that I wrote. I purged it out in the late year 2020 with COVID. And it's been in edit mode since. It's taken on a new life at least three times. So it's almost like an artist. When is the art done? So it's basically done, but now it's time to get it to an editor and get serious about getting my my message out to the world. That's a bit of my day. What did you hear? (laughs) I heard that uh, we have parallel lives, it sounds like. Um, You know, and it sounds like to me that uh, you're a real high achiever. And I I can relate because... uh, I, I just love being extremely busy and having lots of projects going on all the time. Uh, I'm a writer too. I put a book out last year. The COVID thing right. also, I can relate to that, Ronnie, because uh, I was a hot yogi for over 15 years, uh, relentless, like three to four times a week, re- all the time. And then, you know, there's no more of that after the, the COVID stopped it. So I became a runner. <laughs> I said, my fiance is a, is a, you know, uh, she's done all the major marathons multiple times. So she started training me as a runner. I said, okay, I'm not going to sit around waiting, you know, for something. So are you guys uh, getting into ultra? No, no, I'm, I'm not that committed. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm of this mind, hate running, but love having run. It's a lot like writing, you know? Yeah. I hate writing, but I'd love having written. So I, right. I continue to write because I love having written, you know, I like when I, my album is finished and I can say, I put it on and listen and go, yeah, it came out. It was worth all of the, you know, oh, the great. pain that you went through, you know. So oh, tell me, tell me a little bit about your professional life um, as far as what you do during your day in your profession. Can you share some of that with us? Sure. I'll tell you a little bit about my background that will lead you up to what I do today. Yeah, right? great. So I, yeah, I have uh, quite a flavorful career in healthcare and in leadership. And I've worked in the pharmaceutical industries. I've worked in academic medical centers and specialty medical centers. I've lived in a dozen states in our United States. Uh, I've lived overseas. I lived in Thailand for a few years. I lived in Rio de Janeiro briefly. Um, I started off, I thought I wanted to be an advanced practice in healthcare. And after working at one of the large medical centers in New York City, I realized that I wanted to make a greater impact at the large level, not at the individual level. That's important, but I realized I wanted to make it at the larger level. So I went to business school. So that set me up for leadership. And so I've been in in a various um, uh, capacity of leadership one way or another over recent decades. And so building up to uh, COVID, um, I took a new opportunity and uh, COVID ended a lot of things that I was doing. And I decided to develop myself Uh, proficiently as an official coach. I was already doing leader as coach internally with organizations. So I went to um, the College of Executive Coaching and got my formal coaching education. And so I am officially a coach working with uh, highly successful leaders, 
or highly motivated emerging leaders who want to accomplish and surpass bold, unrealistic goals. Wow, that is great. That is really awesome. So I can see where there's no room for retirement in your in your future. It's just, uh, you know, you're going to be looking None whatsoever. Yeah. So tell me about what's the most fascinating part of your particular lane of coaching. What do you love the most, get the most gratification out of when you're working with somebody and watching their progress? Beautiful. Well, this is a generous question, and I'll try not to take your whole day answering it. But so um, as with any business, you need to really decide what your message is to your potential audience, right? Uh, To be too broad, uh, no one would really know if you're the specialist they need. To be too narrow would also eliminate other opportunities, right? So as I went to the College of Executive Coaching, so I am a certified executive and leadership coach. And why I mentioned to you the two different tiers, the already successful and the emerging. What I get excited about is the chance to work with people to transform limiting beliefs. Now, there are a lot of highly successful people who are scaredy cats, and I'm not mentioning names. I work confidentially. I don't I don't need the praise of mentioning who my clients are, and I'm not going to do that unless the client might ask me to. That would be different. Um, But there are a lot of people that have overcome barriers, huge barriers in life and gone on to be incredibly successful. But still, they have to check in sometimes. So that's what's amazing is seeing people really be, first of all, interested in doing the work and then finding an alignable partner to be their counterpart, to work through these challenges. And I get the most satisfaction, first of all, seeing these people want to make the transformation and then seeing the transformation. And then on the backside of that, seeing the contributions they go go on to make is highly rewarding highly rewarding, specialized work. Awesome. Best place for people to connect to you, Ronnie. Where should we go? We know you're on LinkedIn. Is that your favorite platform? Um, it's basically my my online platform in terms of social media. And I go by, because there were a few people by my original name, I, I go by Ronnie H. is a uh, middle initial, Kinsey, Ronnie H. Kinsey, MBA. And why all that? It's not because I need you to know that I have an education. I need you to know that I'm not the other one. (laughs) So I'm this one. I'm this one. So Ronnie H. Kinsey, MBA on LinkedIn. I have a website by my name. I shortened it. I got brave just to go by my my first and last name, Ronnie Kinsey dot net is my website and if anyone wants to reach out to me you can simply leave a message there what your intent or interest is and we can go from there and set up something awesome um i will add may i that i also have a newsletter please anyone check it out it's uh, ronniekinsey.substack.com and it goes by the name of leading greats on substack it's a weekly newsletter that's awesome. Of course, we will put all of the links in the sh- in the show notes for everybody to connect with Ronnie. Um, in in wrapping up, Ronnie, um, what would you say to somebody out there who has been considering an accountability partner, um, a coach, whatever you know the vernacular they choose, but they know they need help, and th- that little voice inside of them is always like digging and digging, and they just don't seem to be able to get themselves to go across the line. What could you say to them to encourage them to find out about this wonderful process? 
I just got goosebumps from you asking me this question because I had this question with a client this morning. And the best way to put it out there is to share my own journey. I have been on the edge of perfectionism so many times in life, wanting the best, wanting the ideal, wanting, you know, uh, the highest rated, top uh, reviewed, whatever it is. And what can happen is you can get lost in the reviews before you take action. So as I say to people, my journey was, I got bogged down early on trying to find the right partner. You have to start sometimes. Just like life, just like any relationship, sometimes it's not a match. And you can figure that out. But if you are not out there actively trying to match, you will not find your match. You have to start. And I say to anyone, hey, you work with me, your first session, you think we're not aligned, we can peaceably part. And I and, and I really would never want anyone to try to stay in any agreement that's not working for them. So I say start, you take a course. If you're not at the point in life where you feel you need to and want to be, and you have a gap of some kind, take a course, get a, an accountability partner. Find a coach, find someone who can get you over the hump. And by the way, it might be a series of humps you have to cross. Don't look at it as a marriage. It is that encounter that's going to give you that missing piece to get to the next step. That's awesome. Ronnie, I want to thank you so much for being a part of podcasting your global career. Really appreciate you taking the time to visit with us today and in parting ways. I just want to offer all of God's blessings on you, your family, your career, the the, the never-ending career, and your life. Be blessed. Thank you, James. And back to you, my friend. Hey, if you guys like what's going on here, please leave a great review in the Apple Podcasts. I've left a simple review process in the show notes, and we'd really appreciate it. And also, don't be shy. Forward this to your best friend because you know they need it. Hey, if you need some coaching, hit up the link in the show notes. It's calendly.com forward slash dharmic, and you can take a little chance with me, and I'll get you on your way. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery
each other's destiny I'll take you places that you've never seen I'll take you places that you never dreamed I'll take you places that were pictures in your mind I'll take you places Take a ride. 